Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and Logic. Love and Logic isn't just another parenting or teaching strategy. It's a mindset shift that empowers you to raise responsible, respectful kids while keeping your sanity intact. With Love and Logic, you'll learn practical techniques to set limits with empathy, give your kids the tools they need to make smart choices, and build relationships based on mutual respect and understanding. Love and Logic stands behind their methods with a one-year money-back guarantee. Try it out risk-free. If it doesn't change your life, we'll buy it back. Plus, you can get 10% off with code IHEART10. So if you're ready to say goodbye to power struggles and hello to peaceful, loving relationships with your kids, it's time to give love and logic a try. Visit their website or call today. Your sanity will thank you. Love and logic, because parenting and teaching should be a joy, not a chore. Visit loveandlogic.com. Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500. My next guest, he's on the phone. And you can currently see him on four different television shows. That's how busy he is in 2019. You can catch him on as Charlie on ABC's very popular Blackish, where he was an NAACP Image Award nominee for Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series. And on ABC Family, Grownish. He can be his Detective Daniel DJ Tanner on the TBS comedy Angie Tribeca. 
and the host of BET's game show's Face Value opposite Tiffany Haddish. He's also a writer. I didn't know that until I started doing my research, which means we share a lot in common. He's an Emmy-nominated writer, actor, very funny stand-up comedian, and entrepreneur. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, comedian Dion Cole. Hey, how you doing, bro? How you how you feeling? I'm feeling really good, Dion. I, I'm a big fan. Let me get that out the way first, because uh, in a business where you get to see talent and you get to see people grow over the last 20 years, uh, I, I, I've been able to watch your talent. And one of the funny backstories about how you got started, because you, you're from Chicago, right? Yes, sir. Okay, and you got started on like a $50 joke, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah, I bet. It was a fifty dollar bet that it was. Frank mm-hmm. bet me fifty dollars and never looked back. <laughs> <laughs> now now here's the funny part about it is that, you know, my background, uh you know, everybody know me from management, producing T V shows and and I was a I, I, I would say I'm 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 still a stand up comic. I, I how can you take that title away from me? Is that uh <laughs> is that I was a writer, I was a sitcom writer. Now Early on, were you were you doing stand up and you was a writer because you were doing the Tonight Show with Conan O'Brien, correct? Yeah, I was doing the. Uh, I used to write for Conan O'Brien for about seven years. Uh, I was always stand up. Started off as stand up. Still am a stand up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that led to me performing on the Tonight Show mm-hmm. as a guest, and from there Conan picked me up to be a writer on his staff and then i was with him for like like i said about seven years that's awesome and i'm still i still rock with him to this day like um he has a new show coming on tbs um mm-hmm. i was his last guest on his other formatted show that was on tbs and he's revamping this new show where it's like a 30 minute show instead of an hour show mm-hmm. and uh uh, I, uh, I'll be on there as well. So yeah, I still rock with Connor. We toured this year, did some stand-up shows, and so uh, yeah, it's a very good friend of mine. Uh, man, a guy who changed my life, and always indebted to him. That's important because uh, you know uh, Steve Harvey was an important asset in my life. He gave me my first writing job in sitcom. Yeah, you know, and so yeah. I know what you. I know what relationships can do for you. You know, because they can open yeah, doors. Absolutely. And Absolutely. The beauty I like about your career is that somebody opened the door, but you didn't let it close. No, no, no. And by you bringing up Steve Harvey, he was another influential person in my life as far as where I'm at today. Mm-hmm. Steve and I go way back from him performing in Chicago and starting his radio career in Chicago. Right. When he used to perform at All Jokes Aside. Mm-hmm. In Chicago, he used to do the radio in order to promote his show. That's how he started. He would do the radio for free. Mm-hmm. Well, while he would be doing his show, the club were trying to find new talent mm-hmm. to do five minutes in mm-hmm. front of him every night. Mm-hmm. And out of everybody, they chose me. And I used to do five minutes in front of him. And then me and him would go out in my mother's car late at night and hang out. Mm-hmm. Uh, around the city or whatever. Um, after that, we we had plenty of conversations about just uh, stand up and how to and how to be and, and and what to do. And then that led to him getting several jobs, which he had this philosophy, which was ABC always be closing. Right. <laughs> and I seen him. I seen him one time on the lot while I was at Conan. 
Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen him in a while when I seen him over, and he knew I was writing for Conan, and he was about to, I think he was about to start Family Feud. Uh, right. I think he was having, having like, um, yeah, he was about to, he was having meetings and, mm-hmm. and, and stuff, and um, I told him what I was doing. We had another conversation in the parking lot, and um, he influenced me to never marvel at your success. You know, he influenced me to be like, you know, just, you know, when you do something, do that and let that catapult another thing. Right. Don't marvel at the thing that you're in. Right. And I was very influential to me, which led me to be where I am now. Right. You know, so. Which yeah, is multiple streams of income, which is what we Exactly. Preach. Multiple exactly. streams of income. And that's very exactly. important. So let's talk about, but the thing I like about the shows that they're all are different. They are they all bring out a different talent of yours. They allow you to be a, a different personality. Is that by is that you know, we all just trying to work, but it fortunately I fortunately for you it's worked out that way. Tell me about uh, uh you know, Grownish, your role on that and because I I don't ever assume that everybody knows everybody. So let's talk about the right. ABC ABC uh show Blackish where you right. are nominated for outstanding supporting actor in a comedy series. Yeah, absolutely. Blackish is a, a show that was very necessary. Um, uh, it catapulted this movement, which is going on right now with a lot of black actors, actresses on television right now, where there wasn't a lot of black shows on the air at the time. Mm-hmm. And then when, when Blackish came out and people seen how well it did, I think it like helped catapult other networks to be like, man, we need a black show. But the difference of the shows now, you know, it's no, it's no longer like just a black face on a show or black faces to, to make up a black show. What we did was we became a black voice, which is way more important. And so as we became that, it opened doors for other black voices, shows that had black voices that spoke to how we feel in America and what we're going through, whatever. And it was very, and it was like, we didn't know the magnitude of what was going to go on. We just knew we had something special, but we didn't know the magnitude. And when, when it uh, resonated with the people, we were so excited to uphold that torch and keep going with it. You know, black is a very important show. Uh, to this day, I think it's relevant to all races to be a blueprint mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. what's going on right now. So uh, being a part of that movement has been life-changing um, and always will be indebted to, you know, Kenya Barris, Anthony it's Anderson as well. You it's know? So, uh, so it's a great show. Gronish is a spinoff of that where the teenage girl, uh, Yara, she mm-hmm. goes out to go to college and right. lives her life as far as being grown. You know, uh, I played Charlie Telfy on both shows, uh, which is a coworker. Anthony's in the office. Right. And, um, and then on Grownish, I became Dean of Students over there. <laughs> being an adjunct professor, but, you know, it, it all works out, man, in the funny of it, you know, so... Uh, and that's about relationships. Yeah, that's about relationships. Man. That's about relationships. Yeah. Now, yeah, being, being that you're an actor, a comedic actor, and you're a writer, do they allow you to mm-hmm. any input into some of the scripts, or are you just strictly there to recite the the, 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 the scripts that they give no, you? No, no. I, um, 
I, I, they, they give us, they give us plenty of time to like ad lib, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. definitely. Uh, we, we, we ad lib. Uh, like they, we, we go through the script, we shoot it, and mm-hmm. then after we shoot it, if it's something that comes up, they will let us throw it in there, and then they'll give us a take to uh, do what we want to right. uh, after hot. that too, because uh, we had different directors every week, and mm-hmm. so. Different directors do different things, but yeah, they they definitely let us, you know, stretch out a little bit. Well, we're on the phone with uh, Dion Cole. Uh, we'll be right back. It's a couple of more shows. Bears on TV everywhere. Multiple streams of income. We'll be right back on money making conversations with Dion Cole. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. You're listening to Money Making Conversation. Having I'm having an incredible interview. With an individual I'm a longtime uh, fan of, just watching his career as a writer, as a stand-up. Uh, he's, uh, he's right now, he's mastering the art of multiple streams of income in Hollywood. Why I say that? Because you can see him on Blackish, which is on ABC. You can see him on Grownish, which is on ABC Family. You can see him on TBS and the Angie Tribeca uh, Detective Comedy Series. And he's now the host. He's in my lane now. You know, game show lane, face value, opposite the very popular and busy Tiffany Haddish. Okay, mm-hmm. how are you in the game show lane now, Dion? Come on now. Well, the game show, shout out to Wanda Sykes who created it. It's on BET. We did one little, we did a season of that, and um, we were waiting to see what was going to go on, what happened, whatever. I'm not sure if it's coming back or not. I don't know. I would like for it to come back, but right. I'm not sure. We've been waiting. I mean, Tiffany is through the atmosphere right now with what she's doing. So I I don't know if Tiffany's coming back to right, be a, right, right, right. a sidekick on a game show. You know, the, the, uh, not a sidekick really, but like just doing man on the street type stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it was a fantastic show and I'd love to do it again. You know, uh, shout out to Wanda Sykes who created it and everything. But, um, you know, I'm touring as well. You know, I do my tours. I, I stand up tour that I do on my own as well as I toured with Martin, mm-hmm. I did dates with Conan. So my stand-up career is like everywhere. You can see my dates at D-E-O-N-C-O-L-E uh, dot com or mm-hmm. you can go to Instagram and see uh, where I'm going to be at, where I'm going to be playing at at D-E-O-N-C-O-L-E. Um, so yeah, like on top of, you know, my TV shows as well as, you know, my stand-up, it keeps me busy, you know. Definitely keeps me busy. But well, see, yeah. a lot of a lot of people not hearing this in his in this conversation. He is funny to everybody, and he knows exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. You know, because I, I I was fortunate in my career that I remember when I started out, there were no there was no deaf comedy jam, and so mm-hmm. and so I was just performing to all, all white audiences. And I know when deaf comedy yeah. jam came out. They questioned mm-hmm. whether I could make black audiences laugh and Bob Sumter. Uh, I had to go out to Oakland uh, Comedy, uh, a black comedy uh, festival, and I uh-huh. show everybody I could make black people laugh. And so when he yeah. says Conan and then he says Martin, dude, those two extremes right there, Conan yeah, and Martin, exactly. okay? Cerebral yeah. and you better be funny, okay? Yeah. Cerebral and you better be funny, okay? Yeah. And so that is something special, man. That's that's why I commend you in your career because yeah, I can't let people you. I can't let people as a stand up myself, I can't let people ignore how talented and how difficult that is for you to be able to <laughs> be yourself cuz you're not changing what you do. You just being no, funny. No, talk yeah, to us, talk yeah. to us about that. Yeah, well, you know, 
I struggle with that. Not really struggle with it in, in the way that you might think, but coming up in Chicago, it used to be like where I, we had these black rooms and I would be in these black rooms and what we would be uh, 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 kind of like um, uh, catered to the, the stuff that we used to do, like to cater to the people a lot of comics would do, it really wasn't funny to me, you mm-hmm. know, and I would mm-hmm. I would see that and I would get caught up in that, trying to cater to people and, and, and give them what they want. And the more that I did that, the more I didn't like what was going on. But then I knew I would go up north and there was almost the same thing. Right. Like the north side <laughs> of Chicago was pretty, pretty, pretty predominantly white. And right. I would cater to them in order to make them kind of laugh too, and I mm-hmm. didn't like that neither. Mm-hmm. You know, because the South Side is predominantly black, Absolutely. and so I, I, so so I had to think of a way of mixing the two. You know, and 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 then I just was like, you know what? I forgot how original I am. Mm-hmm. I need to just give them who I am and quit trying to be a comic and just be who I am. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I was. A lot of people fail to realize when you look in the mirror every morning, you pass the most unique thing in the world and don't even acknowledge it. And I talk about this in my stand-up, too, that you are unique in every way, and people tend to go out and just be like everybody else, but you got to look at what's unique in you and then capitalize on it. That's success, which is supply and demand, which is giving them something that they don't have that you think that they need, which is you. Right. And right, so you right. have to believe in yourself in order to do that, you know. And so that's what I had to do. I had to look and go, well, there's nothing like this guy. Just give them this guy. And and it's going to be unique in all races, to the human race, not just black and white. So I made it my point. If I wrote a joke, this joke had to work across the board. It mm-hmm. couldn't work mm-hmm. over here or just over here or just over here. And mm-hmm. if I did do that, I would have to have enough ample amount of material that would that would transcend both sides. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that 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 it would be that way. I wouldn't just stick on one side. Right. right. So therefore, right. Um, that was it, was it was it's always been balanced me you know mm-hmm. and even in life that's what you need to have you need to have balance with everything you know with everything even with your tv watching you mm-hmm. know it's, mm-hmm. it should be balanced in everything that you watch yeah. and, and everything that you do you right. know that's the only way it's gonna really work so well it shows that it shows that, you, that you know you're on BEP, huh? you appear on bet which is a predominant mm-hmm. black market then you put on abc but we all know it's a general yeah. market station and as well as right. the family, as well as TBS. I don't want to, I'll be remiss if I didn't, because I have watched this show, uh, Angie Tribeca. It's a, you play mm-hmm. a detective. Is, so, so how, how did you get the casting opportunity on that show? Well, I had just finished working with Conan, and I had my own show on TBS, a show called Black Box. Right. The network I remember at the that. time. Yeah, yeah, I had my own show. The network at the time did not support me the way that I thought that they should. The way my show was, my show was a current show that dealt with current topics. Mm-hmm. And what they wanted me to do is they wanted me to have like a show that just show clips of stuff on the internet. And that's, that's all it was. And, and we were like, no, we're a current show. We're talking about current <laughs> topics and stuff. Like, 
You know what I mean? Like dealing with stuff that matters or whatever. But one day they showed a commercial of a woman chopping watermelons with her breasts for my show. And that was like one of the things that made me kind of be like, what? And I didn't know that they were going to run that commercial. And so I just was like, yo, I thought we done with these six things, these six <laughs> episodes. So I'm going to go back and talk to them and see if we can revamp this. And the way that they wanted it wasn't the way that I wanted it. And so I just kind of just chilled. I love it. So as I was chilling from Matt and Conan, Steve Carell, shout out to Steve Carell, him and his wife Nancy Carell had a show coming on TBS and that they were about to do it. They wanted me to come audition for it, and I auditioned for it. And uh, the part that I auditioned for, they didn't want me to get. And so they didn't have a part for me, so they literally wrote me into the show because they wanted to be a part of it. One thing about my career, anything I ever auditioned for, I never got. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing at all. I don't care. <laughs> anything that you blackish, Conan, Conan hired me just out of the clear blue. After I got off stage, he hired me. Awesome. Blackish, I was uh, a woman by the name of Tamara Goins told Kenya. I knew Tamara was an innovative artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tamara, my girl. She told Kenya. Kenya was looking for a writer. Mm-hmm. And she told Kenya, "Hey, we should. You should try to get Dion Cole." And I went over there to interview with Kenya and to be a writer and. The person that was supposed to show up to play the character that I play, Charlie, didn't show up. And so he asked me to play that character. Anything I ever got, I never auditioned for. Because the things that people look at when they like writing stuff and putting stuff together, they, they, they look at a certain type. If you're a different kind of person, they can't they can't they can't think of you and put you in there. You're something that they didn't think of. So, therefore, why would they choose you for their product project? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Right. Because right. you don't fit what they thought. And you definitely don't. Your voice, you know, your demeanor. Exactly. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. so if, if, I'm, if I'm never going to be what anybody intends for me to be, then they're not going to pick me. But some people are going to be smart enough to go, you know what? I've never seen the likes of such of this person. I'm going to take a chance on him because this person is talented and unique. And those that have done that, we have done magic together, which yes. is like Conan and yeah. Steve Carell yeah. and Kenya Barris. Like, right. you, you can fathom, yo, I want this. I mean, it's, it's the, the, the way people, the way people like, cast people and stuff like that, I think they just, it's kind of like shopping in a sense. Mm-hmm. You might, you, you you have a brown suit and you're looking for some brown shoes. Right. That's you in the mall looking for some brown shoes and you can't find them. But you see these green shoes that <laughs> are amazing. There you go. But they there don't go. go with your brown suit. Yeah. But you see them and you like, wow, you're going to go still, you're still going to go get them brown shoes, but them green shoes going to be on your mind. You might even come back and get them green shoes and then get an outfit to go with them green shoes. That don't mean them green shoes ain't amazing. They just didn't go with that outfit. And so that's how that's that's how I always look at how I am when it come to bit come to the business and how I've always been like chosen to do things like and that's how a lot of people should look at it. Don't ever look at it like you're not worthy enough. You just didn't go with that outfit. Right. But they're going to come back it. for you if they if they want you. They're going to come back for you. And, and they did that with me. 
several times. Well, my man. And so I never got nothing out of audition for it, nothing. Well, my man, I'm just going to tell you this, Dion. I've been seeing you. Uh, I, I admire your your personality, your style. It's unique. You're, you're right. not a Rushon right. McDonald. You're not a Kevin Hart. You're not a Steve Harvey. You're not a you're not a Nick Cannon. You're Dion Cole. And that's special, Thank and that's you. what makes uh, that's why I'm excited to have had you on my show. Know that I'm a friend of yours and a fan of yours, and you know a lot of names Thank that I know. And, uh, and all say, keep mastering that multiple streams of income, okay? Just keep mastering it, all yes, right? Yes, all right, sir. my brother. You need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great. They sound great, too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. So go to buy buyraycon.com slash iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart.